Hello, goblins and ghouls. So today we're going to be talking about a classic rock slash metal slash weird horror type of band known as White Zombie. They're obviously named after the old Bela Lugosi movie. And of course, this was Rob Zombie's project before he became both a solo artist and also a horror film writer and director. So, obviously, White Zombie has been broken up for quite a while now, since the year 1998, and they never even briefly reactivated since their breakup. But they actually existed from the years 1985 to 1998, uh, so, yeah, that's uh, quite a lengthy amount of time that they did exist. Although, they really didn't have success until their final two albums. It doesn't appear that there ever will be a final reunion tour or anything like that. So, you probably don't want to get your hopes up um, if you're a big fan of White Zombie. And that might be sad for some of us, but hey... You know, sometimes that does happen. I don't know exactly what the story was, why they ultimately parted ways, but it does seem like there had been some really hostile terms, like maybe some of them crossed a line that was just too far, and it might have been unforgivable or something like that. Or it could have just been something really petty and somebody's having a small-time grudge with big-time results, you know. That can happen, too. Um, also, I should mention that uh, even though the band obviously had this bitter breakup and all that, they did release a vinyl box set in 2016, which was not that long ago. So, obviously, the members of the band are still mindful that people do want to go back and hear some of that old music. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure how aware people are of the history of White Zombie, but you can listen to some of their earlier, earlier albums. And it's, it's really vastly different. It, like if you look in, if you look into the recordings, they're, more of a historical curiosity than uh, what most people would really get into. I think I think most people would just find their early stuff a little bit too far out there. Their early years are, were frankly more difficult to listen to because it's really just abstract noise rock kind of stuff. Um, it's uh, it's definitely not as catchy as a lot of their later stuff. Uh, it's, the lyrics are weirder, so if you're into really weird lyrics, then hey, this is a goldmine for you. I'll, I'll give you an example of just how weird their lyrics can get. This is, I'm going to recite the lyrics to the song Kick from their album Psychohead Blowout, which is from way back in 1987. So Kick starts off saying, kicking in the Christ kiss crude as it is talk is cheap like a local Jezebel got her face wounds, vigilante style, highwayman 
lick a shallow grave, play harmonica, 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 speaking horse flesh, singing horse flesh, find young blood now is now. This is the end, hey, my friend, to take what you have given your garden, your Eden. Now my eyes burn dry with the the usual who's who is this thing called life fascination slug pile never banned some fat ass pregnant bitch dancing her pinhole jelly veins to some jungle bell daddy sleaze looking or looking for a stinking piece like it raw and soft like it raw and soft a substitute oyster house all you can stomach but you can eat it at a time like five-fingered apostle lose a slipping gun spin and turn a tombstone blue feeling like a jesus clone in a solid whorehouse we all play the game because time is money money wastes my time my time is dirt dirt is my carnival now is now <laughs> psyched out and mean mutilation peace machine pussycat and trash Make a real love machine, sitting like a Zigfield crow, classic textbook case, basket head, sidewalk, time has come again. So those are all the lyrics to the song Kick. Um, as, as you can tell, my podcast might have just become unlistenable as I was reciting those lyrics. So I do apologize for that. I mean, if you if you were still listening and you're like, oh, that was yeah, those were in- interesting lyrics. I actually can commend you for that because really that was like a, a pit of confusion. And I guess you could say that about the early years of White Zombie. I mean, you can love it, you can hate it, whatever. It's, it's just the way it was. And on that note, I do respect White Zombie because I think I think Rob Zombie was always the type who just did what he wanted musically. I mean, for the most part, not to say there were no co- record company pressures later on. I mean, that might have actually played a role in the band's breakup or something like that. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just really one of those things. Um, White Zombie and Rob Zombie basically did what they wanted. And uh, apparently the pressure just got too much. And, you know, Rob Zombie had to sort of branch off and almost go in, I guess, more of a pop metal direction, you could say. I mean, like like a pop horror metal direction. I don't know. It's, it's He really branched off. And I guess you could say he became mainstream or whatever. But, you know, for a lot of people, it's, it's just a more listenable thing. But anyway, moving past the noise rock stuff and the crazy lyrics... I, I should mention that they shifted into, you know, a more conventional metal direction with 1989's "Make Them Die Slowly" album. You know, that's when they that's when they became more mainstream, I suppose you might say. And of course, there I should mention their final lineup. Obviously, it had Rob Zombie on vocals, and I, I suspect he was heavily involved in the creative process as well. Um, it's, it might be one of those things, like, you know, how a lot of, uh, album liner notes, they say the vocalist just did vocals and they don't really delve in anything else. 
I suspect that he might have been involved in some of the, maybe even uh, some of the musical instrument parts of it. I don't know if he actually does play any musical instruments, but you know, a lot of uh, a lot of singers at least play some musical instruments, even if they're not credited as such. I I don't know. Maybe I'm completely wrong about that, but obviously, you know, Ozzy Osbourne had played harmonica on at least on at least one track from Black Sabbath, and um, you know, you can. You can find footage of people like Marilyn Manson playing guitar, even though I know he's I know he's all canceled and stuff now. But, you know, my point is, for all I know, he was actually a little bit more involved. Like maybe he did some keyboard stuff that isn't credited on the album or something like that. I don't know. But beyond that, we had Sean Ysol. Or is it? I don't know how that name is pronounced. But she's the bass player. Is it Yuso? Yuso? I don't know. Then Jay Junger on guitar and John Tempest on drums. So in 1988, the band signed to Carolyn Records. And that was when they ditched their own independent label. And uh, they, had, they had success with 1992's Los Exorcisto Devil Music Volume 1 album, which was basically responsible for them receiving their first, you know, bit of national attention. There are some classic tracks on that. Um, obviously, Thunder Kiss 65 was a big track. I, I personally prefer Black Sunshine. I think that's a better song for me. Um, but, you know, it's it's an interesting album. Still had some freaky lyrics, but little bit more conventional instrumentation and after that they released astro creep 2000 in the year 1995 which was their final album and in my opinion their strongest work overall whereas if i listen to something like less sex or Sisto, i uh i can definitely like the tracks individually but with astro creep 2000 it's just it's just better like overall plus you can you can still get into the tracks individually it's not quite like you know some people say pink floyd like the tracks are better when they're listened to back to back well with astro creep it's almost like they're better back like listen to as a full album back to back but you can also s still appreciate the tracks individually it works equally either way, I would say, and it's just a it's just a wild trip of an album. Um, Rob Zombie has a way with words, and you know, I, I mean, look at the title "Astro Creep." That's a it's a cool title title, and uh, you know, "psychoholic" is a word that Rob Zombie used regularly in White Zombie, and it's. He just is playful with words, does a bunch of crazy stuff. And uh, I actually prefer the white zombie music over uh, a lot of Rob Zombie solo stuff. I don't know why. It's not even it's not even like I have a definitive reason for it. I just think for some reason it's, it's just better to, to me. I don't know. <laughs> um 
Let's see, is there anything else I could mention about this album? Um, you know, I would just say, just go ahead and check out Astro Creep 2000. And, uh, you know, it's a headbanging classic. It's definitely their most metal album. And maybe I'll do a more proper and thorough review of Astro Creep at some point in the future. But, um, you know, for now, I, I would just say, check it out. Obviously, you can watch Rob Zombie's horror movies. And uh, for me, those are sort of a mixed bag, too. With Rob Zombie, I would say there's no absolute guarantee that I'm going to like what he does. Uh, Sometimes it's a little bit too much like one note, you know, creatively. I kind of wish he would branch off and do some other things here and there. I guess the monster movie is coming out pretty soon, which promises to at least be interesting. But, you know, I mean, the, the problem with that is I'm not even a huge Monsters fan to begin with. And uh, I don't know if I'm really going to get around to actually watching that, to tell you the truth. But really, I think I'm done yapping about White Zombie and Rob Zombie for now. So obviously, these are just my opinions. Maybe you do not agree with them. That's fine. Whatever. I'm, I'm used to that. People seem to disagree with anything and everything uh, at some point. So what are the odds that you're going to like every last detail of what I'm saying here? Slim to none. But anyway, that's my point of view, and uh, you can take it or leave it. (laughs) Chances are you might leave it. But have a good day either way. Keep on rocking in the free world. And uh, yeah, have a psychoholic day.